Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 70 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions. We have your OGs back today. My name is Adam. Matthew Lynn. How's it going, guys? And guys, today, there was an event that happened today that stirred the conversation I wanted to have, the little discussion I wanted to have. And that is, it was the result of a superstition that I have in regards to full moons. Oh, interesting. Today is a full moon. And I, you know, I'm proven, my little superstition is proven right every time on full moons. And I think full moons are uh, on a certain level of evil. Uh, (laughs) every single time you might not be wrong there every single time there is a full moon it's no it's definitely on a spectrum like it's it's either just an off day for everybody or like such an off day for everybody where like it's that day everyone has a story right like oh i was driving to work and i got a flat tire and then i had to call this but they weren't wrong side of the bed kind of days exactly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, but I be- I believe it. I believe that f- that is what happened. I feel like full moons are just funky days. And, I mean, I agree because I, we've seen it so many times, yes. right? But, like, in reality, how how could that possibly be? Right. All it is is the amount of light coming off of the moon, right? Right. Well, the, the, the spiritual argument with it is that because your body is made up of, of like 70% water and we uh-huh. know that the moon's gravitational pull has an effect on the water on Earth, it's supposed to be like it does have an effect on us in some metaphysical oh, kind of way, right? I see, I see. And then just to be clear, guys, this isn't like something I always believed and then because of that belief, I just, you know, saw all these full moon days as that day. Like, this used to be never a thought in my mind. It was just, (laughs) it was like one day I just remember having a really bad day. And I I just, one of those moments that stuck in my head, I remember going outside for a cigarette and seeing there was a full moon, right? Didn't think anything of it at the time. I just remember that happened on that bad day. Right. And then it was just, you know, and then maybe every... Like month after that, I didn't really pay attention. But then there would just be other days I had down the line where it'd be a really bad day or just a very weird day. Maybe you get a lot of weird customers that come in and or a, a weird strange situation event that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I look up that night and there's the fucking full moon. Like, hey. And so here after I am, this, Adam. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> then after this happening, like, you know, sporadically, I started to pay attention to it. To where, like, if it was a full moon, I'd kind of, you know, tiptoe through the day a little bit. But there was always a consistency with it. <laughs> just call out if there's a full moon. Just I can't go to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah, I have literally considered, like, every How month funny. putting in a request. Just saying, like, whatever day the full moon is. Like, sorry, personal reasons. Yeah, yeah can't, can't do, do it. it. I'm sick that I'm, day. I'm a werewolf. My bad. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, like... But no, dude, like today was no different. There was there was no like weird situation that happened today or it's not like people were in bad moods per se, but everybody just seemed to be super fucking tired today, like lethargic today. Just low and, energy. Yeah. Huh? Well, and you got that comment every time people came into the coffee shop where, you know, people, people just every person that came in today is just like. Oh, I'm just so tired. I just can't just seem to wake up today. today. And that's what's always weird. It's like no matter what happens on the full moon, it's like everybody's on the same fucking It happens page. to everyone. Yeah. Whatever it is. Exactly. It's like... So, I mean, as far as superstitions that I believe, like that, it's just one of those weird things. I just, I can't shake it. I, I just, I believe it. I tiptoe around days that are full moons because of it. Dude, I think that space is so huge and vast. Like, mm-hmm. the things going on in space are so big uh-huh. that they probably do affect here on Earth. I, I feel because, like they um, have to, right? Well, there was a few weeks back where the house was just kind of, like, in a weird funk. Mm-hmm. And, like, even two separate roommates, like, said something about it. They yes. were like, it's weird. And then another day later, someone else was like, it's just feeling weird this week. And it was all totally separate from each other. And then I'm looking up on, you know, Facebook or whatever, and I see that 
apparently Mars or Mercury Mercury was in retrograde. Yes. Yes. Now, it could be a total coincidence, Mm -hmm. you know, but it does seem that when space does um, out of the ordinary Uh things, you know, it it kind of like makes weird stuff happen on Earth. Well, the funny thing about these things, like full moon or retrograde Mercury, is these aren't even like weird things because, like you know, full moon are un or like out of the ordinary things, right? Well, I mean, like they only moons... happen once, like the full moons once a month. Oh, and I then see, retrograde only happens Just... once every like so many. Well, I... this year it happens. Well, it happens like twice a year. Twice a year. Yeah. Okay, there you but, go. But uh, like this year, it happens three times. Um. But it's yeah, dude. I I agree with you. I, I remember that funk also, you know, and and that was also went beyond, you know, the home life too. That that went to work yeah, and everything. It was just also. a weird like week. And it was funny. That was a perfect example of like me not even paying attention to the astrology stuff about it. I remember it was like because I believe the retrograde lasted like fifteen days or something. It was like half a month, and. It was like March like fifteenth through the twenty sixth or something like that. Right. And I remember uh I was at work and somebody came into work and I remember having this conversation with them of just like, I don't know what it is. Just the past couple weeks have just been just like funky at the house, funky yeah. like getting a lot of like just bitchy off customers. Is the best way to explain it. Yeah. And th- this girl brought up to me and she goes, Oh, well, Mercury's in retrograde. And then she told me the dates, and I was like, I mean, that's, it lines up perfectly. It lines up perfectly, exactly. right? And then what happened after Mercury was out of retrograde? Every everything just kind of just so happened back to where it was. I don't know. Like, I don't really believe in coincidence a whole lot, mm-hmm. but I guess you could definitely make an argument that it's just a coincidence. Yeah, but it does seem like the pulls of things in space pull on us and, and affect what's going on here. Well, and then on top of that, it's so if those things affect us, then the argument comes up of is, is astrology a, you know, legit thing. People who think that their personalities for their Zodiac signs, I think it is. I do personally. I do. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in like, you know, worshiping it or like right, right, you know right, anything right. like that and I think, but um, and i think very rarely people do but yeah but no definitely dude i mm-hmm. think that people act different based on when they're born for sure yeah i do too it's and it's you one can of those call it sometimes you can yeah. be like oh you're a you're a libra aren't you mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, yeah how'd you know that's like, true because mm-hmm, you watch out for libras yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's it's so funny too because I've I've done as far as the zodiac stuff goes because you can like go onto those sites now and everything that will like map out your whole birth chart. Right? Oh, right, right. So and like and yeah, I've, it can get pretty in depth if you want it to. Yeah, well, because the whole thing is it's not only just where like the Earth is in regards to like your zodiac sign, which acts as your sun sign, you know, mm-hmm. the one that everybody goes for, but it's it also is dependent on like. Where was Mars? You know, what astrology oh, was Mars? Oh, it's the Mar- whole chart. That's what yeah, they mean by chart. Exactly. Was Mars in? Where was Venus at the time? Because Earth may have been, uh, you may be like a Leo because of where Earth was when you were born. Right. But Venus might have been in Scorpio. So that affects this part of your personality. Oh, Jupiter was in Sagittarius. So that affects this part of your personality. Yeah, I bet if you look into it, you would see things match up for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... Um, like, I don't obviously believe in fortunes, like fortune cookies. Right. You know what I mean? Those are clearly bullshit. They're yeah. just fun uh-huh. things to read when you're done eating a cookie. Right. I don't, I don't like, compare uh, Zodiac signs to a fortune cookie. Right. I think that, um, obviously, if you want to find something in anything, you're going to mm-hmm. find it. Right. So, like, reading your, your Zodiac or whatever, you're going to obviously be like, oh, yeah, that's me because you're uh-huh. reading it. But I think that if you read a sign that's not you, you literally you'll be like, no, that doesn't explain me. Like well, it's not a, just a coincidence like that. Well, and I I think the key also, and why a lot of people think it is bullshit, is because it's very diff. Like I would always tell people that if you want to know about your zodiac sign, get the information from like a physical book. 
because yeah. more than likely the person that sat down and wrote out this book that goes through all the different signs and what mm -hmm. it means and how it does, they've probably are somebody, you know, who's done their own extensive research into this particular art. Yes. You know, rather than going to horoscope.com and saying, what's a Leo like? What's a Libra like? Because those are probably ones that if you read a sign that's not yours, you'd probably still be able to match it. Yeah, to they that. all kind of just – because there is an art to um, making something work for everybody. Yes. You, know, you can write something in a way to that everyone thinks that it's about them. Right. You know, so I think some sites are doing that. Mm -hmm. But there's an actual, like, ancient – um, like technique like and form stuff. that yeah. comes with yeah i think it it goes into the same realm of like um energies like spirit energy mm -hmm. and chakras and uh, yeah all, all that kind of i believe in all that i think all that's true Me i think too. you can not know anything about it and not mm -hmm. study any kind of energy stuff at all in your whole life and you'll right. be fine because i think a lot of it's like inherent you're born with a lot of what you need to survive uh-huh um, but I think if you do take the time to study some of the um, spiritual energies and chakras and stuff, that you can really um, be in better control of your life and the situation that you're in. Yes. You can you can learn to kind of not manipulate it, but use it like a muscle. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think one of the, as far going back to like the astrology thing, but using that kind of same system you're talking about, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you go and you read one of these legit books and you see something like, even, even if it doesn't pertain to you, you know, even right. if you read it and say it's complete bullshit, I do still feel there's validity there mm -hmm. because if you're, you know, uh, a Scorpio, right? And uh, I just so happen to be. So, oh, are you really? I actually okay, am. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, in Scorpios, Scorpios in uh, I know in astrology, like one of the things about is like stubbornness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's one oh of no, the no, yeah, traits, right? Um, we're we're commonly referred to as stubborn, but more kind of keep to yourself backstabby yeah uh we're, we're usually considered to be kind of like kind of dicks yeah kind of yeah um, yeah but yeah. if you but if you go into a lot of these like zodiac books they'll say like oh here's good traits and here's bad traits for mm -hmm. all of the signs you know so i think anybody can go to these readings and see like oh what are the negative traits and even if they pertain to you or not just say you know it's always things that people can get better on you know, sure. So you look at those and you're like, oh, well, if I'm more prone to being those, I'm going to try extra hard to not be those. You can use it as a tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Um, it doesn't have to be silly. It's mm -hmm. whatever you make it. Yeah. You know, I agree. Um, oh, so I actually kind of I have a theory of why there's so many Scorpios, because you ask a lot of people and most of the time you get Scorpio. Yeah, believe it or not. That's true. Um, I've got a lot of Scorpios. Well, think about it, man. What's nine months before November? I don't know. You're asking me to math right now. What's nine months before November, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> nine months before November November is February. Oh, so Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah, we're all Valentine's Day babies. Mm -hmm. It's all the love making happening, man. That makes man. sense. And then they There's, all pop out in November. It's funny. Scor so uh, Scorpios and Leos are ones that I meet a lot. And my mom's also. a Leo. And it, it, my mom's a Leo, too. <laughs> oh, and I'm yeah. a Leo. And my dad's a Scorpio. Uh, what? See? <laughs> the world's full of us. Yeah, well, and then what's, uh, you know, and then what's nine months How before funny. August? That's, you know, December, right? So you got oh, Christmas. Christmas babies. Yeah. See that? <laughs> It's all the love making happening. It's all the folks. love making, man. <laughs> but yeah, dude. No, I, I I do enjoy astrology, even if I don't believe it. Some of I do definitely enjoy reading about it. But, so, would you consider would you consider astrology then? Like, is that a superstition? I think it can be. Um, like, for example, I think there are people out there that will. We we all have people were most com other zodiac signs were most compatible with right i definitely believe that so yes, i i think there I are people who literally have a superstition so much on that to where even if they meet somebody that maybe they get really along with and think that they you know could see themselves in a relationship and then they find out that they're not compatible zodiac sign wise I think they'll leave them by the wayside. Like uh, I think so they kind of perpetuate it. Yeah, I think so. I, I do think there are people out there who go that far with it. I see. So if you really, if 
when it becomes almost like obsession, like when it takes out when yes. when you put too much belief in it. When you live your it, life by it, then it no. can be a superstition. Yes. So that's interesting. What makes something a superstition rather than just a silly like I think a different than a belief. Well, I I think mm, well just when you let it affect you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, superstitions I think... are all negative, right? Yeah, I I would say so. Or they're at least met with negative like expectations, you know. So for example, yeah. you know, full moon, right? It, I I do think that there's something funky with full moon. So what does it make me do? It makes me feel like I have to walk on my tiptoes every, you know, once a month when a full moon occurs. So that affects my life and it possibly could affect people around me in a negative way, right? So until it's like scientifically proven that the gravity affects us from then a full I, I moon, think it's, superstition. it's a superstition. But yeah. as soon as it's like confirmed mm-hmm. by science, then it's no longer superstition. Then it's just fact. Yes, right. I would say so. Yeah, like if they figured out that if you step if you stepped on a crack, your mom's broke, crack yeah. actually broke. Then it's no longer superstition. That's not a superstition. That's just, that's just true. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. it's. It's putting the belief in something mm-hmm. that is not true. Something that's not tangible or can't even be tested to be tangible. So like Right. So like I know there's a lot of sports people that will do yep. things like, Oh, every time the Rams play I have to wear a blue shirt because I wore a blue shirt that one time they won back in So that's you know, like lucky like lucky socks. Yeah. Like, so that would a be a superstition, superstition right? Yes. But see, again, it's a fine line. Superstitions mm-hmm. are kind of fun, actually, yeah. now that I'm putting some thought into it. Because all they are is normal thoughts and beliefs, mm-hmm. but you just let them control your life. Well, and then they become a superstition. Well, and there are just some that are just more accepted than others. A lot of religion is based off of superstition, really, at its core level, you know, especially in like the Catholic religion. You know, you do something wrong, you're going to go There's to hell. There's a lot of ritual kind of you know, stuff. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. So, but it's just more of what's accepted or not, you know, whereas like if you, even the full moon thing is, I, I think, something that's a little more accepted. I think there's a good percentage of people out there who have that spiritual belief where it's like oh you're just one of those people so maybe see now we're coming to something here maybe that's more what it is maybe it's that a superstition is a silly or non non-consequential belief uh-huh. that's been believed by a lot of people throughout time right so it's yeah. not like you know adam or matthew made up a silly thing that they do mm-hmm. that it's like people for the past couple hundred years have thought that looking at or breaking a mirror is bad luck right you know so that process of it living throughout the years turns it into a superstition yes and it just based off of the more people that practice it too but i think yeah but but i think we all have weird superstitions also like one when i was growing up that was very prominent with Mm -hmm. me was it I so I walked to and from school a lot, so a lot of sidewalks. Okay. And in, as anybody who's seen a sidewalk knows, it's split up into like squares, right? Uh huh. Well, I always had to take two steps in each square and not step on any of the cracks. So that sounds like OCD to me. It was just, well, may, well maybe it is. I mean, isn't OCD kind of an well, advanced form of superstition? The, it's, see, it's a fucking fine line, bro. Yeah. Because. Were you worried that there was going to be a repercussion if you didn't take two yes. steps? Okay, so that's a superstition. So, but, but but I would argue that people with OCD feel the same way. I have to do this 13 times exactly. Otherwise, because the repercussion Something is bad. it puts you in a funk. It makes you feel it makes bad. You panic. It makes you panic. It makes you anxious. And that was kind Dude, of always that's, the same thing. I don't thing. know. That's a fine line, I guess. I, I, I guess it just depends where on the spectrum it falls. You know, if... If a superstition takes over your life to the point of, you know, like it is your life, well, then you call that obsessive compulsive disorder at that point. If you have to turn a doorknob both ways before you open the door, uh-huh. you know, that's not a superstition. That's that's a that's being compulsive. But I would argue it started with the superstition. That's interesting. We should have actually looked up the definition of superstition. I have my phone. I can just do look, it right yeah, now. look up the yeah. definition because there's got to be like a key thing that turns it into that word. Superstition. I bet it's like the common belief of something. Excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings. 
or a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event or a practice based on such a belief. So yeah, I would argue that OCD is just advanced superstition. Well, here's here's the distinguishing factor is they said the word twice. It's supernatural. So you're worried Ooh, that there's a supernatural consequence to what's to what you're okay, doing. Okay, so in the case that of OCD, it, it would be if it puts you in a funk. Well, that's something that involves OCD. you. But if yes. you felt like, oh, the house is gonna fall over if I don't do this three times because of something out of your power, right? There will be an earthquake, or or it'll it'll immaculately get blown over, right? Or, yes. Okay. It has to be. Um, what was the word that they used? They says oh, supernatural. Supernatural. It has to be supernatural. So having to do with supernatural spirits, causation, ghosts, gods, yeah. or something like that. That's the difference. Okay, interesting. So step on a crack, break your mother's back. There's an outside consequence. Well, and a supernatural force, something yes. that doesn't exist, an intangible object, is going to break your mom's back. That's okay. what's going on. Okay. Okay, so so I would say that needing to take two steps in each one is definitely more of an OCD. It was a compulsion. Thing. Yes, okay. yes. But there is a um, now all the words are getting mixed up here. There's a uh, <laughs> supernatural. No, no, no. The 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 whole topic of today. Oh, superstition. There's a superstition. <laughs> there's so many super words going on here. Holy shit. There's uh there's a superstition that is if you step on a crack it'll fuck your mom up. Right. There's a lot of other ones too. There's yeah. um I know one that I follow to this day uh-huh. is the white lighter superstition. That's right. We were talking about that the other night. Um I don't know if it's widely known, but amongst smokers, uh-huh. uh it's very widely known that if you use a white lighter, it is bad luck. Yes. Um, and you might be saying, Matthew, they're all white lighters. They just have plastic casings around them. <laughs> and you're right, they are, but it's not considered a white lighter until you take the plastic off. Yes. Then it's a white lighter. True. The general consensus has that's, to be this is how a it white goes. lighter. Yes. I've definitely heard that one before, though. I won't use a white lighter, bro. I know. I, I had say, a day. I was going to say, you, you told me you had a day, right? I had a day one. in high school. I specifically remember the day. Um, it was just one of those weird fucked up days and it, it peaked out like the peak of the day was me and some friends. I'm, I'm from, um, the Southwest, Mm -hmm. uh, where there's a lot of desert. Uh So what the cool thing to do after school is you go out to the dunes and say, go out to the desert. So we were out there and, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes, being cool. (laughs) And I, they ended up telling me they're like oh man the white lighter that's why you're having a bad day and i threw it just threw it out into the desert and placebo effect i don't know what it was but immediately immediately my day just switched interesting on the spot adam and i was like okay I noticed it so dramatically. I was like, I will never use a white, and I have not to See, this day. And that's what that's what instills my superstitions in me is just as you said, like you you threw the white lighter and it was gone. It was you know, gone, right? Yeah. And I feel the same way with like full moons. Like the the day after a full moon, it's like okay, back to normal. Day before a full moon, you know, you can maybe kind of start feeling the funk settling in, but it's not that day. You it's know? Um, and, it's one of those things like even if you are totally wrong, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to just be careful. Yeah, you know what I mean. It exactly. doesn't hurt to just follow exactly. it. Exactly. Well, that was the exact <laughs> point I was making. Yeah, like the zodiac signs. You Exa- know, it's yeah. like it. It doesn't hurt to like even you know, if it's total bullshit. Yeah. What? There's a chance it's right. Exactly. You know. You know. It's but there's a lot of weird. There's another weird one that my brother actually got me into, and now I just can't stop it maybe it's just become a compulsion at this point but we used to have this thing where my brother used to tell me he goes it's bad luck when you drive over train tracks with your feet down the floor so it was every time we drove what? over railroad That's tracks a funny we had to, it was always we just would say feet up and we would just lift up our feet <laughs> as we went over it and then put them back down and now i anytime i go over a railroad track i always put my feet up as I drive really? Over yeah, I just do. It's just habit now. It's funny how they just kind of um, come into yeah. come into being throughout time. Yeah, where like 
Just Your brother could have been the first one it. to ever say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> he just made that shit up, years. and now it's now it's a superstition. Now it's out there. There's there's definitely some common ones though. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking under ladders, you're not supposed to do that. Yes, although aren't there a few where it's like you can do them, but you just can't do them on like Friday the Thirteenth or something. Oh, I don't know about that. Because uh, I thought things like walking under the ladder or like opening an umbrella inside is another one, right? Or knocking what? over salt. Why is Friday the 13th bad luck day? What because happened? it only happens once a year. The, really? The 13th of a month only lands on a Friday, like once a year. I think a few years ago it actually happened twice and it was like a big deal. Like it wasn't going to do that again for another 70 years or something. No shit. Yeah. So that's why Friday the 13th is a big deal because 13th only lands once on Friday. No. Why would something so beautiful and rare become bad? Why would they be like, eh, that's bad luck day? You know, I don't know. There had to it, have been something that happened so on Friday the 13th. What I think it might actually be is I don't – I think it's because the number 13 is known as an unlucky number. Whatever the origin of that is, I don't know. But I think it started as that. So, like, if it was Friday 14th all the time, then it would be something totally different, right? Let's but, let's look it up. I want to know. Yeah, I'm curious, too. I have a hinkling. I don't know what the fuck word that was. I have, I have uh, a suspicion that something must have happened on Friday the 13th. Like, something famous having to do with, like, witches or... Or something like that. All right. I typed in origin of Friday the 13th superstition. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's very specific. We're consulting Google today, guys. We are consulting We don't usually Google. do this. What started the... F- that one doesn't answer my question. Uh, it's not just like a pre-made paragraph at the top of Google? There is, but it has nothing to to do with it it goes in the novel an unscrupulous broker tale like it's talking about a book like a novel oh, maybe that's what it 13th. is maybe someone wrote a book about it well it says in the novel an unscrupulous broker takes advantage of the superstition to create a wall street panic on a friday the 13th so it's this it's about the oh. superstition that already exists but i'm trying to find history here we go yeah that's what we want the fear of 13 just like walking under a ladder crossing paths with a black cat or breaking a mirror many people hold fast to the belief that friday the 13th brings bad luck though it's uncertain exactly when this particular tradition began negative superstitions have swirled around the number 13 for centuries so it sounds like they don't know so, so it sounds like they don't know, but it sounds like the reason why Friday the 13th specifically is just because it's associated with the number 13. And it just happens to happen only once a year. That's interesting. So the if most it was, interesting part to me of all that huh. is that Google doesn't actually know. Yeah, that is true. Because it's very rare that Google doesn't actually know. Well, ju- just as you said, you know, my brother might be the first one who said the thing about the train tracks, and now people will do that, you know, forever. So literally someone along the way was like, oh, man, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Watch the fuck out. Or maybe and they just had like, a bad day, and they told the story, and then people were like, well, God, that does sound really thing. bad. It's, There's books it about been, it. Yeah. Uh, wow. The uh, But it sounds like the reason why... Here we go. Why is Friday the 13th unlucky? According to biblical tradition, oh, wow. 13 guests attended the Last Supper held on Maundy Thursday, including Jesus and his 12 apostles, one of whom Judas betrayed him. The next day, of course, was Good Friday, the day of Jesus's uh, crucifixion. The seating arrangement at the Last Supper is believed to have given rise to a long-standing Christian superstition that have 13 guests at a table was a bad omen, specifically that it was courting death. Though Friday's <laughs> negative associations are weaker, some have suggested they also have roots in Christian tradition. Just as Jesus was crucified on a Friday, Friday was also said to be the day Eve gave Adam the fateful apple from the tree of knowledge, as well as the day Cain killed his brother Abel. So with Bro. the combination of Friday and 13 Bro, together. That sounds like some fucking national treasure bullshit. <laughs> it does, what the fuck it? was that? That's that was like the says. ultimate conspiracy theory fucking. Uh, maybe, that dude did some research. Well, How the fuck do they know what day of the week Cain killed is, Abel? This is from the this is from the History Channel's website. 
they have yeah they just that's what they say what i mean maybe it is conspiracy though maybe that's where it comes from it's just the conspiracy itself right as you were reading that i was just thinking like national treasure like he's gonna find a map <laughs> inside of a brick in the fucking museum wall and it's gonna take him to columbia where he's gonna go oh here's what here's what you were asking earlier uh what bad things happened on friday the 13th Oh. On Friday, October 13, 1307, officers of King Philip IV of France arrested oh, no. hundreds of the Knights Templar, a powerful religious and military order formed in the 12th century oh, that's a for big the deal. defense of the Holy Land. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Let's see another one. In more recent times, a number of traumatic events have occurred on Friday the 13th, including the German bomb bombing of Buckingham Palace, September of 1940, mm, the murder of Kitty Genovese in Queens, New York in 1964, a cyclone that killed more than 300,000 people in Bangladesh in November of 1970, the disappearance of a Chilean Air Force plane in the Andes, October 1972, the death of rapper Tupac Shakur. Happened on Friday the 13th? I guess so, September 96. And the crash of the Costa Concordia, Concordia cruise ship off the coast of Italy, which killed 30 people in 2012. So every one of those things are things that could just happen any day. Yes, but they happen so on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, there we go. It looks like just a I would just be willing to bet that it got real popular. Like Friday the 13th being a bad luck day, uh-huh. that whole like what we know it today. I would be willing to bet that that got big at during the Knights Templar thing. Yeah, that, that would make sense. That was probably the day that made it like everyone says, "Oh, well, it's a bad luck." Well, it day. sounds like the whole thing of 13 being unlucky has all originated from biblical belief anyway so if there was already this superstition about that number and then all of a sudden this thing with knights of the knights templar happened on a friday the 13th you know all, all it took was a uh, you know a religious scholar at the you know or whatever the equivalent of that would be in 1307 you know, would come forth right. and say like, well, uh, just so happens, you know, Eve ate, you know, gave Adam the apple on a Friday. This happened on well, a Friday. People will find out this that has they happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the Knights Templar, them getting rounded up and arrested mm-hmm. at, during their time, that was enough to, um, it actually changed the shaping of Europe for uh, the rest of see? history. Like they were, um, it, for their time, they were an international mm-hmm organization the one of the wealth they were as wealthy as the catholic church was right um you know so you're talking about 200 or more of the most influential people in europe Mm -hmm. for the day got rounded up and basically killed yeah well and that's so that would totally that would be a huge huge deal during that time. right well and that's what i mean so you have something like that that just you said is a huge huge deal at the time so it just lives through history yeah so then you have that religious scholar who's like well it happened on a 13th you know and then here's why friday's bad too (laughs) here's why friday's bad too (laughs) friday's our favorite day (laughs) friday is it's not the 13th But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I know there are some hotels that won't even put a 13th floor in like their hotel. It'll literally jump from like, it'll just be missing. So like you go to the elevator and it will go like one through 12 and then 14. Is it, is that a thing for all hotels? No, not all hotels. Is it a pretty common practice though? Cause I feel like there's a thing where all hotels miss a floor they don't have a certain floor i feel like and i i could be wrong on this but i think that practice is more prominent in uh asian countries so i think japan is does that i think south korea does that also i want to say china is really known for doing it yeah not doing a 13 floor and like hotels and buildings and stuff maybe i'm thinking of like the last floor isn't on isn't an option to go to or they skip the first floor or something well i i think i think you're right in some hotels because because usually like the bottom floor is what i've been in hotels where it's lobby and then it starts one two three four five no but one is really the second one is really second yeah but like i so i've seen that before but something like that but i i I personally have never been in a building that didn't have a 13th floor (laughs) You know what's interesting, um, talking about superstitions and kind mm-hmm. of spooky stuff, and then hotels. Um, 
So I heard a ghost story when I was a kid uh-huh. of this hotel in San Diego that was haunted. Uh-huh. And um, we had some family friends who went to this hotel uh-huh. and had a supernatural experience that they came back and told us about. And I remember as a kid, dude, I got like terrified to the point where like I couldn't sleep. You know what I mean? I was just totally taken back terrified. And um, it got so bad after a few days that my mom literally had to be like, okay, look, you've never even been to this hotel. You're never going to go to this hotel. It's hundreds of miles away from us right get the fuck over it there's no ghosts here is basically what she had to tell me <laughs> like it started out with being nice for a few days and trying right. to lay with me and then finally she was like dude he's in another city he's in another state right. like even if it is haunted get over it right <laughs> I, I don't know for some reason i was like oh yeah sometimes you just need that slap in the face yeah like, there was like a ghost like, a thousand miles away i was yeah. like oh no i'm terrified oh those that's the it, we were talking about this the other day but it, it's very comical when you think back to the things that scared you when you were younger oh yeah right? for sure we, we were talking the other day for me it was the chucky doll from child's play yeah you were saying that i i don't know what it was specifically from like bride of chucky the one so he has all the like little scratches and stuff on his face and like cars right stuff. right but uh but yeah i remember when i was I don't know those movies I was. are so like cutesy to me well, almost they're not even scary movies well now at least sure True, but i, I mean like kid and to be fair when i was younger i didn't actually see the movie what it, what ended up happening was i was so i was really into the movie tremors at the time right with the worms yeah yeah oh yeah worms. that I movie was, was great and then they made a second one and they made a <laughs> guys third if you one. haven't seen tremors go watch it right now yeah <laughs> it's fucking amazing turn this off watch it come back <laughs> we'll wait <laughs> But we, uh, I was really into those movies, and I remember at one point Tremors Two was on TV, and I was watching it, and all this, and they were they kept having commercials for the movie Bride of Chucky because they were about to. It was the first time that movie was going to be on my TV. You just aged yourself a little bit, bro. Oh God, did I? Yeah, they had commercials for the for for the showing of Bride of Chucky. Yes. Yeah, you're fucking old. Oh God, but um. And but it, the commercial played every single time there was a commercial, and I remember the first time I saw it, I was almost like in shock. I was like, "What, <laughs> like, the, what the fuck <laughs> was that? <laughs> Who would think of this?" Well, because I was always <laughs> under the impression as a child at this point too that they wouldn't let things not for children come through on just like regular TV oh, like that, right, right? Right. So I see this fucking commercial, and then I see this creepy doll, and I already had an issue with dolls and like Muppets and shit at this point. <laughs> And there's this clip of him with a giant fucking knife, and he's like, ah, like running towards somebody <laughs> yeah, with what he all does. this blood gushing out of his face. That's literally and shit. every movie. Yes. Uh-huh. And it just traumatized me. Oh, no. And every single time there was a commercial, it came on, <laughs> and I just, it traumatized me more. And then before you knew it, dude, like I was so scared of Chucky. I remember I had nightmares about him. Spencer started fucking selling Chucky dolls. Oh, yeah, he was big. And I couldn't even I couldn't even go to Spencer's, dude. You're like, if, fuck them if all. If I saw him out, I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't want to go to the mall. Fuck them all. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Chucky. But like now, That's of course, funny. I think back and I'm just like, oh, he's so how goofy. comical. Yeah, so exactly. Goofy. You know what got me as a kid? I'll age myself too, I guess. Um, <laughs> is the move when I was growing up? It was very popular to watch the X Files. Ooh, yes. Um, they had just kind of become big, and back in those days, there was no like direct TV. Right. There was like twelve channels, and one of the channels on Sunday nights would show a new episode of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. That was an hour long. Yep. And it was between seven o'clock at night and eight o'clock at night. Uh-huh. I remember cause eight o'clock at night was my bedtime. <laughs> so I'd have to watch the episode. It was the last thing I did to finish my week. And as soon as the last like sentence came out of Homer's mouth or whatever I had, and the credits came up, I had to run go brush my teeth and get in bed as quick as I could. And my parents had to turn the TV down so that I didn't hear the music from the intro 
of the X Files. The uh, yeah, the, the yeah, the do 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 yeah. So that music, even to this day, I am in my mid twenties. Uh huh. I cannot listen to that music without being like legitimately shooken. Really? Like, yes. I hate it. Love the show. Uh-huh. I went back and actually watched the show later on as an uh-huh. adult. Fantastic show. Sped through all of the intros. I can't listen to the music, bro. Interesting. It's just it's like you and Chucky. It just uh-huh. when you're a kid and you're a sponge like that right. and you're like absorbing and becoming the human being you're gonna be for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Shit gets ingrained in you. And even if it's silly to everyone else, like it matters to your core. Right. It's just ingrained in who you are. Yeah. It's, you know what it, I mean? It is weird. It's, we all we all have weird shit like that. Yeah. Because because I when I think about it, it's like I am the same with Chucky. I remember I ended up watching. Uh, they came out with a, with another Chucky movie after Bri, which was called like Seed of Chucky or some shit like that. Yeah, and I remember yeah. that was on TV once, and it I watched so and I watched it, you know, and I was able to watch it, but I do remember just feeling super uncomfortable the entire time, just well, because. It's and like, like I can sit through the music as an adult yeah, if you tell course, me but you it would must just make do you it. Feel uncomfortable. I would be yeah. so uncomfortable. Exactly. I would literally be like shooken for the rest of the day. Oh. I would I would be timid. I would feel weird. You know what movie? really scared me when I was younger and I've and I have kind of meant to go back and watch this as an adult you know to like just, face your fear yeah yeah a little, <laughs> a little bit you know or at least be able to appreciate it as an adult uh-huh. was a movie I saw when I was younger that I should not have seen was The Ring and that movie The Ring so I've heard that The Ring that's part of The Shining right no, no, no. The Ring was a movie. That's the like the girl that comes out of the well that has like yeah. the black hair in front of her. It's not part of The Shining. No, no. oh, no, it's no, not. No. Yeah, okay. something totally. Different. So I've I've heard The Ring is pretty terrifying. I don't watch scary movies, so yes, I, I've never the, seen it. The the first Ring movie because I think they've made a few sequels since, but the first Ring movie truly was like even as like even though I've only seen it once and it was when I was like ten years old or ten or eleven years old. I, I still like think back to it and thinking like that was a really good horror movie because there was no like blood and gore in it. Yeah, I've heard was, I've heard it's it, super terrifying. Yes. Of of the scary movies, it's one of the yes. heavier hitters. And it's definitely well and so at this point I was really into even as just this young kid, I was really into like suspenseful movies, right? Not horror movies, but I did enjoy suspense movies. And Somebody had like mentioned to my parents that there's this movie called The Ring, you know, that's not really heavy in like bad language. It doesn't have blood or gore. It's just a good, scary movie. And I think my parents, like in my head, I was very able to like differentiate the difference between suspense and horror. Right. Whereas like my parents did not understand that I had that d- difference in my head. <laughs> so we rented the ring and we watched it and oh my gosh, dude just terrified the living hell out of me. Oh no. Like just, but just that though, it just a good solid horror movie but the whole thing is that there's this tape right you know and if you watch the tape you know this girl calls you and just says seven days and it just follows somebody seven days before they die oh and uh but this tape this black and white vhs tape that if you watch you die just the creepiest fucking footage in it, dude. Like there would be just an old woman standing like lopsided, like in the mirror and you couldn't see her, but you could only see her reflection in this like really old timey oval mirror on the wall. And she's just brushing her hair, but there's just this like ringing in the background. And then it cuts to like a fly just flying or just weird stuff, <laughs> just weird stuff stuff that's not actually weird but if you make it but look weird it together it looks really it was, weird it was yeah. fucking because none of those things are where you can make it look super beautiful exactly too. yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean but oh, that was one that really did it for me when i was younger yeah i don't i'm not super into the whole horror movie thing mm-hmm. um i don't really like to be afraid if I can help it. <laughs> um, so I, I try to stay away from those. I I do think that some of the scariest 
scary stories mm-hmm. come from um like the far east like asia yes um well that's where the ring came from too yeah she started off as a, as a anime comic and then it was made to a japanese movie and then there was the american edition of the japanese movie something about asian culture and community they're good with monsters those guys well they're good with their spiritual world yes like their spiritual world the afterlife for them mm-hmm. it's very it's usually very shadowy very yes. black and whitey uh-huh. And when they try, when they depict the stories, it goes kind of slow. There's yes. always, I don't know. It's, it's very long haired, shadowy figures, usually children. Yeah. Children fuck with you a lot in Asian horror stories. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know stuff, and it could just be because I, I'm Western. Uh-huh. I'm from. I'm born and raised in Western culture. That right. maybe. You know, our ghosts are usually adults right. that come back and haunt you. It's it's pretty rare that you get a child to come back and try to murder you, right? Yes. So maybe it's just little nuances like that that make it so creepy to me. Yeah, well, they definitely have some, like, creepy monsters, like, too. Like, legends, oh, yeah, you know, and stuff like that oh, yeah. also. I mean, and, and that's kind of, the, and, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's, like, what they do is what really differs right so like any like it's always very detailed yes everyone it's like our superheroes how they all have different superpowers and they all save the day but differently exactly their horror characters all murder you and ruin Mm -hmm. your life but they do it differently yes (laughs) yes 100 percent and and that's what's creepy about it you know like just as you said the details so like perfect example is like a, a very recent one in westernized culture slender man right i was literally well, just thinking in my head yeah. <laughs> talk about subconscious communication yeah no kidding right yes but so but slender man is very vague for the most part it's detailed in how he looks it's he's a, maybe he's detailed a tall how he slender acts. shadow right well, right and the whole thing is like but he creepy takes as hell children, though right creepy takes as children. hell but we don't know what he does with the children. Whereas if the Japanese or any Asian culture had written that piece of mythos, oh, you would know exactly. they'd be like, the Slender Man takes children. Then once they get back to his house on the hill made of, you know, wood, uh-huh. like it just super it detailed, super crazy detailed. like that. So you have enough to imagine. I think that's a lot, a lot of Native American ones. I like that too. Native American. And you know what they do too is they tie it to nature a lot of the time. Yes, they, so it's they almost like you can to, relate uh, to it more because of that. Yeah, either some kind of ritual you have to do to invoke or summon this creature mm-hmm. or being or an object that comes from nature uh-huh. or is very, very old. Yeah. And and that object summons or holds this thing. It's very supernatural, but they don't use ghosts. They use like demons. Well, and it's funny when you hear these – when you hear some of these stories – you can listen to them and understand that it's a story, but if you ever find yourself in the situation that, you know, maybe the same situation told in one of these stories of when this monster shows up, you can't help but in the back of your head to be cautious. It's like a defense mechanism. It's like, well, I know that maybe there's a point zero 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 one percent possibility that this thing's going to show up. There's still the possibility. There's still the possibility. Right? Well, so, and they're always like just not far-fetched enough that it's it's kind of possible i remember there was this i had this native american friend back when i was in high school who was telling me about this monster within their like like at least like the her tribes like mythos right? right and she was talking about this man that would approach if you were like alone on the road or something or like in the desert there would be this man that would approach you whistling and as he was walking towards you it would sound like like horse hooves Uh hitting the ground right and he would come approach you and he'd be wearing like a suit and everything like that and he'd be whistling and then he would come and he would like offer you something and I can't remember all of the details, but I remember her telling me something like, if you look down and you see that his feet are actually hooves and then look back up at him, you'll see the monster that is him and you won't see the man anymore. And of course you hear this, it's a freaky story, but you also know it's a story. Well, it kind of creeped me out. Then there was a point where 
I used to like driving um, the the winding roads up uh, the Superstition <laughs> Mountain that we have in the valley, right? Uh-huh. And I was doing that late at night with a friend, and we were just driving around talking and doing this drive. And at one point, we just got, you know, we're up at a place where you can see a lot of stars and everything. So we just pulled over the car, parked, and we're just like laying on my car talking, looking at the sky. But we were alone in the desert on a vacant road. And you can't help but to like start thinking about this You're story. Like, if I hear whistling, I'm that fucking your out, tells homie. You. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> and I. And it's one of those things. Your mind starts to play tricks on you. All of a sudden, I would just be sitting there. We'd have like silent moments where we're just looking up. And all of a sudden, you'd hear like. Uh-huh. And you'd be like, what the fuck, what was, the fuck that? was that? You know, <laughs> are those fucking hooves? Like, what? Like what's going on? You know, like, <laughs> so it's. But I mean, kind of going looping back around to the superstition thing. I, I think that's how it happens. You have one person that just tells a story really well. Well, and again, and that that help. would be superstition because it's a yes. supernatural thing. It's yes. a it's a man horse monster demon, right? At the end right. of the day, it yeah, comes yeah, down yeah. to demon. It's uh-huh. there to hurt you, right? Right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird, dude. Creepy it's shit. Weird. Yeah. I mean, and don't fucking think that if I'm ever camping and I stroll along like to piss late at night in the forest, don't, don't, you damn right. If I look there in my mind, I'll probably be like, oh, I hope Slenderman's not back there. Bro, you if know? you're alone late at night in the middle of the desert camping, you have a lot more tangible things to be worried about than Slenderman. I know. That's what's oh, stepping I'm... on a scorpion will fuck you up a lot worse than Slenderman will. <laughs> well, Slenderman's in the forest, but yes. I... Uh, hopefully I don't see Hoofman either from that story. That's so funny. Some weird ones out there, dude. It's a very privileged thing to be worried about, isn't it? <laughs> I, I guess Supernatural it is, stuff. It? That's for when you're no longer hungry, you're no longer <laughs> tired, you have a ride to work, all your other shit's in line. We so have, you're like, okay, I'm supernaturally afraid We now. as people have to create drama for ourselves, man. If we don't have it, we'll create it. I'm just saying, I don't know if there's a lot of ghost stories in, like, Africa, in Tunisia. No, yeah. I I bet there's people where place places where people go hungry. I don't think they have as much ghost stories. No, I I think they absolutely do have them, and and I'll tell you why because, and this is something I've read and have heard multiple times. The whole reason why ghost stories exist in the first place was always to one either teach a lesson, True. or b to get your children not to do something, right? Yes, to make so, them afraid of doing so something. So if you didn't want your kids... Don't talk to strangers. Yeah, don't talk to strangers if they're going to do this. Or, like, don't hate your brother, otherwise, you know, the sad man, you know, the West <laughs> is going to come and, you know, make you sad the rest of your life. Whatever it is, right? Right, right. But, so I would argue that even though there are a lot of countries in Africa that have, you know, more tangible issues to worry about. Still got to keep your kids in line. Still got to keep them chilling in line. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a good place to end today's podcast, but it has been a fun podcast. Yeah, about that was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, uh, com- leave a comment below in the uh, I was going to say in the description, but just leave a comment on the video. Don't write in our description. We do that. Say, <laughs> right in the comment section. And put a hashtag superstition if you made it to the end. Yeah. Let us know. Just let us who know. Makes who, it it. who makes it all the way. Who makes it all the way. It's only 53 minutes. Only 53 minutes, guys. How did he know? <gasps> it's supernatural. That's a Twilight Zone. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, guys, you can we do have a Patreon. You can donate to www.patreon.com forward slash hardly millennial. And remember all the social media platforms and any final thoughts, Matthew. The X Files is an amazing show. And the music's creepy as hell. Creepy as hell, ladies and gentlemen. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.